Hello, this is John Chafee, and you're listening to the 585 Prevention Podcast, brought to you by Partners for Prevention in Allegheny County. Today, we have Genesee Valley's Wellness Director, and Campbell, to discuss the remote area medical clinic that will be happening in September. And thank you for joining the podcast. How's everything going with the remote area medical clinic so far? Thanks for having me. Everything's going really well. We're excited to have Ram come back to Genesee Valley on September 24th and 25th. So we were talking about this earlier. Last year was the first year for the Ram Clinic to be in Allegheny County. I was lucky enough to volunteer and participate for people registering when they came in. Could you give us a little information? How did the Ram Clinic actually come to Allegheny County? So I was in a meeting back in 2018 and it was brought up. Anyone would be interested in just pursuing a relationship with RAM because they went to St. Bonaventure back in 2017 or 2016. So I um, went through the application process and then I was invited to attend one of the clinics down in Ohio uh, to really understand the magnitude of what this clinic looks like and how much work space and effort goes into planning something like this. So um, I applied, I went down, I was interviewed a couple different times by folks from Remote Area Medical, and then they selected us. We were a host site in 2019, and then the world ended with COVID, and then they had it again in 2021. What's the reason for the RAM Clinic being here in Allegheny County? So the purpose of RAM, they are a major non-for-profit. They're located out of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and their main mission is to prevent pain and alleviate suffering. They have been doing this since the 80s, and we are just fortunate enough to have them come to our area where they're providing free medical, dental, and vision care to anyone that can make their way to campus. So everything is set up by volunteers, the doctors, the dentists, everybody there is volunteers. So I guess the first thing we could discuss, are you still looking for volunteers to work the clinic, to help set up? Could you give us some information on uh, different things that people could do for volunteering? Yeah, we're definitely in need of general volunteers. Uh, I was on a phone call this morning with our volunteer coordinator, and he is mentioning that we need general volunteers. They can help with the parking lot. They can help with registration, triage, escorting folks from one area of the clinic to another. We also need help in hospitality because we feed all of our volunteers. We take care of them with breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. And so, and we have lots of coffee. And so we really need a lot of general volunteers to help support the setup of the clinic, the teardown of the clinic, and then the actual operation. There's a great website that if you're interested, it's ramusa.org. It takes about five minutes to sign up. You just need to click the Belmont, New York clinic. As I said, I got to volunteer last year. Somehow you put me out in the parking lot <laughs> overnight mm -hmm. with John Lewis and Tyler Shaw from the health department. I've volunteered in different things, but the Ram Clinic was definitely different experience. Right. Because of the, the medical service, the first day, first, I should say night, people can start re coming in at midnight into the parking lot and getting registered. And there was a gentleman there when I got there at 11 o'clock and I had to tell him that registration was, you know, not until midnight, but he would be the first one. And it was just amazing to hear how grateful the people were. The gentleman there, he had to have two teeth pulled. If it wasn't for the RAM and the free services, how much money it would cost him. And he was like, I would be here half the day if I had to, mm -hmm. to be able to get this done. And I don't know how many people I actually had contact with through registration until 8 a.m. in the morning while I was there for my shift. But 
everybody that you talked to was grateful that it was just happening mm-hmm. and that they could have those services. And I mean, and when you see one gentleman who was a single dad and had five kids and all of them were going to get services, mm-hmm. it can be an emotional experience. It definitely can. That's what that's what drew me in. So when I went down to Ohio and I visited the clinic the first time, I was there at 5 a.m. and there was 50, 60 people waiting to get in the doors. And granted, this was before COVID, so registration looked a lot different. Um, it's still going to be through the parking lot. We're registering you, like you said, in your car. But when I went there and you just saw the the sigh of relief that they were going to get services and that they weren't having to pay for them and that it wasn't something that we're trying to gain, you know, their information. We're not trying to solicit them with with information and try to sell them something. It's genuinely an amazing experience to be a volunteer and to have conversations with those patients because, you know, if you are in pain and you can't afford a tooth pulled, like you mentioned, or if you lost your glasses or broke your glasses and you can't afford the prescription and you can't see, it really is a very humbling experience. And we had a lot of parents that brought their, their teenage kids. You can be a volunteer 16 and up with your parent or 18 and up without a parent. So you were talking about glasses, yeah. which shocked me when you first came to Partners for Prevention, you were talking about the clinic. Can you talk about when people come in for glasses, what they're actually getting? Yeah, so that was that's my favorite part of the clinic actually. So when you come and you go through registration and everyone goes through triage, and you're asked dental or vision, those are the two most time-consuming components of the clinic. Everyone's offered medical where you can get laboratory work, where you can get screening and whatnot. But the vision center, it's so unique because we had SUNY Optometry from New York City come up. They're a student-run organization called SVOSH. They are fourth-year medical students in vision, and they took over our whole lab where they're doing glaucoma screenings, they're doing healthy eye chat, and then once they go through measuring your eyes, you get to go to another room where it's filled with brand new frames. These frames are provided from optometry offices or they're donated to the clinic, and then once you choose your frames, you actually will get those lenses with your prescription that day. So for instance, last year, we were able to make on-site 164 glasses. If your prescription is really strong or if they don't have the lens for some reason, then they will send them to you, no charge. But yeah, it's really, the vision center is unbelievable, the way that everything's set up. So this year, we're going to have 10 lanes of vision instead of the six. Just to go back to dental a little bit, we're having 40 dental chairs this year instead of 20. So you mentioned that people choose. Yep either dental or vision, because that's the major one. Can people, let's say they choose dental first, Mm -hmm. but they also have glasses, Mm -hmm. are they able to try to come through again that day? Or can they also come back? They will, the remote area medical staff will say, you really should come back tomorrow if time permits. And we have the resources available right then, and the volunteers are still there, then we're able to do both, but they do recommend coming back on Sunday. So there's nothing stopping them. They come back, they're there on Saturday for a tooth pole, right. but it's open for them to come back again. Absolutely. And they, those that came back on Sunday usually brought a friend or two. Absolutely. We ran, <laughs> we actually, at registration on Sunday, as you know, I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. So when I'm, uh-huh, thanks. That was the nicest way you could have been like, <laughs> yes. But I mean, so while I'm registering people, I'm trying to have a conversation with them and just talk to them, make them feel relaxed, try to answer any questions they have that I can. But then you see them the second day. And to me as a volunteer, 
I was like, they must have had a good experience the first day mm -hmm. if they came back the second day. And that makes you feel, I didn't get to see anything that went on after registration, Yeah. but to see them come back and then you get to ask them, so how was it yesterday? Mm -hmm. And when they all have just glowing reviews that when they went inside, how nice everybody was, mm -hmm. how welcoming they were, how they made them feel mm -hmm. comfortable. And then the process of going through, because you walked me through on setup day and then the idea that you're adding more to it. Yeah. So with it being uh, a successful clinic last year, we saw oh, how many people, 316 individual patients last year. And that's not including those that came back. They did additional services. So it's just RAM is such a professional organization that cares so much about the patient that they go above and beyond to protect the needs, the privacy, and everything that the patient deserves to get medical care, because everyone truly deserves to get medical care. And when they might have high deductibles or no insurance at all, or if they have pre-existing medical conditions that are very costly, you know, this clinic is, like I said, it's to help alleviate pain and suffering. And that's what they've been doing since the 80s. So for them to break up into New York and to come into our area, this really is such a, a, an emotional and a very special type of clinic that's coming back for the second time in Allegheny County. You mentioned 316 people, yeah. not counting people that may have come back, right. which I know on Sunday I saw at least, I don't want to overestimate, but I saw at least 20 people that were coming back for the second day. Mm -hmm. Do you have a goal for this year of how many people you'd like to see come through? I have a personal goal. Okay. But Ram, they give me their goal closer to the clinic date. They have not shared it with me. I'm hoping next week that they'll give it to me. Um, just, it's based on how much traffic their sites are getting, how many phone calls they're getting, based on how many volunteers they're getting. Because that really, if we have all of the stations filled with all of the volunteers that are required to make this clinic a success, then we can see more patients. And so with our clinic growing and having 40 dental chairs and 10 vision, I would love to see closer to 500 people. But that's just my own personal goal. And I don't want to speak on behalf of them. <laughs> You're literally going to make someone glasses yep. the day they come mm -hmm. because you don't go to Morgan Optical, mm -hmm. and I'll just use them for an example in Olean because that's where my mother goes for her glasses. She doesn't go and leave with the glasses. Right. You always have to come back. It takes a couple weeks. Yeah. So you're making people glasses. Mm -hmm. What are the qualifications for people to come through the RAM clinic? They just need to attend. They're, it's first come, first served, so that's something that's important to note. There are no reservations. Once you get to the clinic and once you have your parking spot, it's important to know that that's your parking spot and that's your place in line and you can't leave because it wouldn't be fair to the next person if your your ticket was called and then somebody popped ahead of you because you weren't there. So you really need to be prepared to wait. But there are no qualifications. There are no financial requirements. Uh, we will service anyone of any age. Uh, last year, the majority were adults. I would love to see more children receiving services this year. You know, and so it really it all depends on what the needs are for the individual patient. But for the dental, we're able to do cleanings, fillings, extractions, x-rays. We, for, for fun, we pulled 137 teeth last year. We made 56 fillings and 31 cleanings. So we could have done more if we had more hygienists, if we had a couple more dentists. So the more volunteers, the bigger the clinic and better of a success. 
and dental is something that I've always been told is always a need for the community here in Allegheny County. And so we do the Cuban Garlic Fest. I always see Chief Birch yep. and then his wife, Kelly. I'm always joking with her. So when can you get me into the chair? Just messing around. She's like, uh, like we're like looking two months out, three months out. Yeah. So for something like that, to, for people to come through, it's, it's just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So we talked about the qualifications. Yep. You have to show up. Yep. That's it. What information do they have to give to register? They really don't have to give any information at all. You don't even need to provide your personal information. If you are getting laboratory work done though, and you need that information sent back to you, then you'll have to provide your, your address or your name. Um, but really you don't have to, you don't have to give any personal information if you're not comfortable. They can ask you a few questions like, how did you hear about the clinic? Or, you know, how many times have you been to the emergency room? Like what's hurting you? And it's all dependent on the patient and if you feel, if you feel comfortable giving that information out. Yeah. And for registration, the only thing we really had to ask people was a first name. They don't have to give a last name and it's helpful if they have a cell phone number. That's how they're notified that it's their time to be in line. And then they also, once registration goes through and they choose dental or vision, they get a text message saying that, you know, they've been registered. Mm -hmm. You just got to wait for your second text. But I know for some people who didn't have cell phones, mm -hmm. we took their name down. We put where, what spot they were in, car and color. So someone could come out from registration and find them. Yep. Or they reached out to us and we were like, hey, it's your time in line. Yeah. And I do, I think that it's important this year, you know, we didn't push the medical as much as we should have last year, maybe. And uh, because the focus is so, so much so on dental and vision, you know, we, this year, we have cardiologists, we have um, pediatricians, we have people that can give um, like full panel, panel blood work. Uh, so different this year is we're going to provide kind of a menu so that if you are in the parking lot, John, and you are talking to people, you know, we can say like, listen, if you're, if you're in need of dental or vision, these are the other services and medical that we can provide to you. Um, we do have MTS on site. If somebody is in need of being transported, you know, this isn't a 911 clinic. If there is an emergency. It's always still, it's still important to go to the emergency room, but we have ample resources on site. We can also do full women's health screenings. We have a very comfortable uh, table for, for women to be able to um, have exams. So there's a lot of different uh, medical providers that'll be there this year. And once we get closer to the clinic, we'll really be able to advertise what those specialties are. Really for a family, mm -hmm. it can be a one-stop shop Definitely. In, in one day. Because I know you know, the one thing that we hear all the time is that travel is a difficulty here in the county. Mm -hmm. But for something like this, mm -hmm. you can hit multiple services for multiple people all in one day, which yeah. is going to be very helpful to a lot of people. And, and I would be shocked if you didn't hit the 500 people, because honestly, in my mind last year, I was like, you know, if you got 200 people, that would yeah, be was scary. You didn't know what to expect that, last year. Well, outreach, how do you let people know? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many different ways, but you still hear from people that I didn't know about that. So that's the first thing, you know, and then people are always, when something's new, mm -hmm. there's always question and concern. Absolutely. So I'm thinking just those 316 people, mm -hmm. just the outreach from word of mouth right. that they had such a positive experience. Mm -hmm. It was so easy. There was no qualifications. You did not have to give a wide range of information. 
name phone numbers so they can tell you when it's your turn. Mm -hmm. I would be surprised if you didn't have hit 500 people. That would be amazing if we did, you know, and everyone really needs to understand that it, it is first come first serve. The doors open at 6 a.m., but the parking lot opens at midnight. You know, sometimes services have to close late morning because we've already meet our, we've met our capacity for the day. So we hope that if, if that happens to you, you come back Sunday morning um, and we hope that you don't become frustrated by it, but we're doing our best to see everyone that's in need. And it's all free. And it's all free. Everything's that's, free. Yeah. And there are providers, you know, there's resources for you to take. Um, so we're going to have resource bags this year for, for families to take. It's going to be filled with really wonderful resources from our community. John, you helped me out with that. And we're also going to give bag lunches to all of the patients so that they have something to eat from waiting for, you know, it's a long day. It can be. So we'll have, we'll have some food and water for patients as well. I know I went home tired at eight in the morning every day, it was a long weekend. but it was a good weekend. It was. It was. <laughs> you might want to quit telling people that I'll be in the parking lot. <laughs> I don't, when you asked me to do that last year, I was like, so, I'm like, so, <laughs> I, I don't know if that is a compliment. I don't know how I should take that um, for one, but two, you probably, I don't know if you want me to be the first person that they see when it comes mm -hmm. to, we're doing this mm -hmm. and now, okay, you're here at midnight, you're good to go, you're registered, doors open at six o'clock, mm -hmm. but I am going to bring uh, cornhole this year. So like John Lewis and I, we were like, mm -hmm. eh, we're doing a little dance out there and we're we got to find something to entertain us. So maybe we can offer that to people if they want to, we could there do you know. the John Chafee cornhole challenge. <laughs> I did go undefeated at our youth summit mm -hmm. and that's not just against teenagers. I also defeated many of my adult coworkers. So I'm up for that. Okay. Can't wait. Is there anything else the community needs to know? We keep beating the drum. There are no qualifications. It's very easy to register. You can feel secure because you don't have to give a lot of personal information. You mentioned about lab work is a little different compared to the dental and the vision. We know it's going to be at uh, Genesee Valley Central School and yep. it's September 24th and 25th. Registration will open up at midnight mm -hmm. and then doors open at six. I know last year there were bathrooms available to people yes. while they're waiting. Mm -hmm. They have the nice outdoor space with the pavilion. So people, if they wanted to get out of their car and just walk around, they could. Mm -hmm. Anything else that they need to know leading up to it? My big thing was, if you plan on going to this, bring a neighbor bring a family friend. Don't have an empty seat. Yeah. Don't come alone. Mm -hmm. Bring someone with you. And that's what I noticed on Saturday. A lot of people on Sunday, there was a couple of them where they brought an aunt, they brought their grandmother, they brought their grandfather because they had a positive experience. They're like, Hey, yeah. I know someone else that could benefit from this. Absolutely. I think that uh, just for preparation, you know, be prepared to wait in your cars bring some food and water for your weight, bring the medications that you're going to need while you're waiting and just, you know, let us know if you have any questions or concerns when you're there. We're here to help you. Uh, we're hoping that this can be something that comes back into our area year after year. So we'll see and just spread the word. Like you said, let your friends and family know if you have an aunt or, or uncle that has a tooth that is just killing them, just let them know that this can be taken care of and you're not going to have to wait for months to get into the dentist. Or if they just even haven't been to the doctor in a couple months and they just need the, ch the checkup. The checkup, absolutely. 
if people have questions either about volunteering or maybe as we're getting closer to registration, is there a way that community members can get in touch with you if they have questions or anything yeah. like that? Yeah, so ramusa.org is the website where you'll go to sign up as a volunteer. There is no registration for a patient, um, so just remember that. Um, but if you have more questions, there is a health and wellness page on genvalley.org where you can find my contact information. Uh, be sure to reach out to me, and I hope that we can we can get a lot of new faces to volunteer this year. Well, Ann, thank you for one doing the podcast because everybody tells me that I'm scary and I get <laughs> off track. Two, thank you immensely for bringing this to our county. You're welcome. And I think that would be a big thank you from all the people that attend. Like I said, I'm happy just to volunteer. It's just great seeing people who are grateful for a service and being able to help with that. Well, everybody, this is the 585 Prevention Podcast with Ann Campbell, Wellness Director from Gen Valley. And remember, prevention works.